showing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, horizon. All right. Let's do this. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny. Cody Ryan's wandering about the bunkhouse somewhere. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com, and your favorite podcast platform all of, all of them spotify iheart there it, it's on all of them you just put in the outdoor zone just you put can, in podcast slash the outdoor zone dot dot ww <laughs> yep they'll be don't let your kids go there though that's not gonna be good uh anyway uh, we get here every mo- Sunday morning live, and uh, we're going to talk some hunting, fishing, and whatever else comes up. It's just like a bunch of guys sitting around the campfire at the deer at the deer ranch, and uh, we got beef. Uh, Road rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open and the old pot belly stove gets fired up, and we appreciate him for that, especially on little mornings like today. Beef steak. Then the deer stand. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. He called last night and he said, You know, I'm all the way out here at the deer stand. I just think maybe I should stay out there. Just one more day. At the, at the ranch out here and I make it back to the bunkhouse. Ain't you know. nobody out here but me. And so he's got a, a Jeff daughter, our buddy, uh, is on the deer lease with him. Yeah. And so, be, he knows beefsteaks out there, and and it's old nineteen hundreds house, right? Yeah, and it's rundown. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not fancy. No, and creaky, and you know, yeah, and uh, and so, uh, daughter, you're, you're staying with the raccoons. The raccoons aren't staying with you. That's right. Yeah, all that stuff lives there. Yeah, and uh, and so he starts getting these texts on his phone. Of this little ghost, te- dead kid ghost thing <laughs> yeah. with the goat head and all this weird stuff. And he goes, hey, and Jeff was telling Don, who's staying out there by himself, hey, I saw this guy out there last week. If you see him, uh, you know, let me know. And he starts putting all these creeper things in his head. You know, yeah. he's like, I didn't think it was funny. <laughs> I know. He told me the same thing when I talked to him oh, from the no. ranch. I think he's just calling around, calling people. Must <laughs> have yesterday because sure. he wanted <laughs> to like, hey, what's what are you doing? I'm just out here at the ranch by myself. Thought I'd give you a call. I'm not scared or anything, but you should have seen what Jeff did to me yesterday. It was really mean last night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, but you know, do you really have anything to talk to me about? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, like see what would you do today. <laughs> start well, it, start the with funny when thing you woke up. The, <laughs> <laughs> I've got time. <laughs> Tell me a story. <laughs> I was born. Uh, 
No, that I, I, you know, on one hand, it's really funny. I mean, that's right. a really funny joke. Yeah. And uh, on the other hand, when you're at the ranch by yourself in an old yeah. house, rundown house, and you're getting scary, I messages, don't care how big a boy you are. <laughs> Just a little doubt in your brain starts <laughs> turning into a little bit all bigger. All lights are left on all night. <laughs> <laughs> Got like chairs and empty Coke cans in certain places in case they get knocked over. You... <laughs> yeah, instead of booby traps. <laughs> yeah. You may or may not have two pistols. <laughs> Loaded <laughs> under your pillow. <laughs> one under your pillow, one in your, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you may uh, sleep with your tennis shoes on. <laughs> yeah, in the window, like so you can jump, jump out. out of it. <laughs> um, cold rain yesterday. It was kind of nasty know, yesterday. Yeah, it was kind of off and on. What it, a terrible day to have a clean <clears throat> truck. You know, it was just got nasty driving in that rain. It don't matter. Yeah. Well, you got a white one now, so welcome to the club. Yeah, it's just dirty truck. But uh, it was just cold and grimy and gross out. But I guess it was very deer hunt- hunting weather. I was up yesterday morning, and uh, I've been playing Mr. Mom for the last several days. And I had my daughter or in the truck. Your daughter and- was playing that's my daddy. Yeah, take <laughs> Yeah. See who's in charge there. Yeah, she pretty much runs everything. But uh, so we got up early yesterday and had a drive yesterday morning, and she fell asleep in the back. But there were deer on the highway out towards me going crazy. There were bucks. I, I was on a four-lane highway about 7.30 yesterday morning, and there was a big nine-point. I only know nine because I stopped and counted uh, run across the four-lane highway after a doe, chasing a doe, hot, hot on her tail yesterday. You know, I, and I've been seeing that the last two weeks. Yeah. And I was going to say that it seemed like it slowed down because I didn't see him yesterday. No. Uh, but I guess it's just kind of spreading around a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the couple of deer you've been watching, I mean, may have, I got had, their, may have had their feel they're done. Yeah. But I think... The rut is hot and heavy in central Texas anyway. I think it's this cool weather spurs it on. And uh, I, you can't tell me they're not chasing because I've seen it the last know, three mornings. I know. Last in week I saw it, man. It was crazy. The old farmhouse we're staying in right now doesn't have, we don't have any feeders or anything going uh, around it. And we see no less than 15 or 20 deer a day. But yesterday uh day before yesterday i'm just i wake up the sun's you know hadn't really come up yet but you kind of get that morning glow right before it comes up you know and i mean 10 yards from the house trots by a a doe trots by and what's behind her little six point little basket rack buck right on her tail so it's happening it's oh, happening. Man. It's that time of year, back. You know, I, cool weather. I, it if you've never sat in a deer stand, you've really missed a an amazing thing. I guess you could hike to the top of a mountain. There's other ways. Yeah, you to, go sit anywhere. You can sit in a wildlife observatory tent or a side of a mountain there, there is such a thing <laughs> yeah it's basically a deer stand you go to pop without up a deer, rifle no, you talk about it, pop up deer stand. you just you just don't take a rifle or a bow with you that's makes yeah, it that a makes wildlife observatory <laughs> yeah, blind that's funny well um anyway yeah it's been good i've been uh traveled traveled a little bit again this week and um yeah where were you so I went back to Georgia. I had to fly out to Atlanta and then went to Rome, Georgia. Yeah. And um, so Barry College is the largest college campus in the country. Very, very large campus. It is very large. And uh, we went to the Windshape Retreat Center, which was a part of it. It's uh, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. And so it's 
they got a bunch of buildings and we had a bunch of meetings up there and um but that campus is full and i talk about this every year when i come back yeah full of deer yeah 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 i mean you driving in and they're just hundreds <laughs> everywhere and i'm not kidding they need to take care of that so it, the last three years when I've been there, they've had controlled hunts. Oh, yeah. And so you right. can walk on these roads, and they'll have this big sign that says, Do not enter. Hunt in progress. I wonder if you got to put one of those signs up if you're going to hunt a certain area or how that works. Or well, if you draw. They, you draw. They give you. And I've checked into it because I wanted to do it <laughs> one time when I, when I go up there. Yeah. I always threaten I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, but you draw a section. And they have stands set up already. So you just okay. go in and, yeah, and they want you to shoot them up. Shoot them up. I'll be dang. They got bunches and bunches and bunches of deer. Yeah. But. Can't keep up with the numbers, probably. No, there's no way. There, there's bazillions just of them. Just a big campus park area. Yeah, there's college kids and deer, and that's all it is. <laughs> But it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. And, you know, Georgia, Alabama. Alabama, You, can, my buddy Chris was there with us, and uh, he lives in Alabama. It's a, it's a deer a day. Yeah. Some, some days, too. Right. So you can put the smack down on some deer out there, boy. Yeah. Tell you yeah. what. Come on. I think a lot of times you have a, a harder time shooting those they don't have the bigger deer out there though no they're not any well they're like our deer around here 100 well, pounds I, yeah but i mean rack wise no no they don't no, have no, the no, management no, no. Uh, no i'm sure there's areas that do yeah you uh, you'll see them yeah you'll see some deer like oh yeah i'm gonna put the smack down on that bad boy right yeah. there but but i i put them down it's a different practice you give me a funky you, you give me a funky horn deer i'm gonna kill it before i kill that pretty one next to him but it's it's a different practice in a lot of ways they still run dogs in georgia isn't that georgia alabama but only certain counties certain counties yeah, you can run not, dogs and hunt them right. with shotguns come and, on i mean it's a different process you see it you shoot it kind of deals like they got doe days Remember that? Doe days, certain days you can shoot does, certain days you can't. Yeah, they got buck days, and I, I don't know all the specifics about it, but I do know in Alabama that general season you can shoot one a day. Yeah, I like it. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do with it. I was watching Meat Eater last night. What you can do with 17 deer, but by God. We you going to meet them out. You gonna have some well, meat? I, know I was that. watching you Meat Eater some, last night. You can have seven freezers in your garage. And the problem is, <laughs> uh, I was watching Meat Eater last night, and uh, it's a Netflix TV series yeah, about yeah. a hunter. Uh, you ought to be watching that with your girlfriend. Wrote you said that last week. Wrote Rush. I did. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm saying it again because that's a, that's an exclamation point. <laughs> uh, he but they went out and they killed a moose. Yeah. And they were, you know, boning it out, doing yeah. that whole thing. And, uh, man, you want to talk about a backstrap. Yeah. He, they, they, he killed it with his, uh, their buddy, their his buddy dad. And, and their, bu his buddy's dad. Yeah. His buddy's yeah. dad killed I it. I saw that. Yeah. That was cool. That was good. Yeah. yeah. And I was glad his buddy's dad didn't, that he did his, you know, spiritual mojo and killed that sucker <laughs> he did, on the he, second day. And he, 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 so the, the dad had this little like ritual that he would do. He'd go, I'm a dooba 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 dee. And, and later on in the episode, he said, What does that mean? Like, explain to me what it all means. He goes, Doesn't mean anything. It's just a bunch of weird noises and signs. That's all it means. Let's go hunt. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of funny. I'll tell you what, what, uh, one of the things that I count on this time of year, count on them year round, but right now with my deer rifle, making sure it's shooting right, making sure the ones that I let other people use are set up and ready to go is McBride's guns. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, or special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun. You don't want to put your deer rifle in the shoulder of a kid. You need to get them one that they can shoot that's fit that fits them. 
Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for a year, the corner of 30th and Lamar. 472-3532. 512-472-3532. Or online, McBride's Guns, because Mike McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. I will talk fishing on the flip side. Plus, we do have a special guest, the Angler of the Year, Bassmaster Elite Series Angler of the Year, our buddy Clark Winlet, coming in at the top of the hour. You don't want to miss it. All your favorite segments. It is the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the Buckhouse. I'm TJ Granny. That's Cody Ryan. Beefsteak is in the deer stand. Road Rash is here with us. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show on radio and the number one place to get that jeep right now don't wait it's happening right now they're having the big huge black friday savings at Nile maxwell supercenter with the deals of a lifetime and their best pricing on hundreds of new jeeps they're taking thousands off msrp on their entire inventory it starts with employee pricing for all you pay what we pay not a dollar more with our promise to beat anybody's price in central texas to back that up too so let that sink in not only are you saving thousands on hundreds of the newest jeeps you get zero percent financing 80 on for 84 months and you won't even make a payment on it until next year it's Nile maxwell's black friday sales event and it's already started come in today for more details and save thousands an exclusive maxwell black friday rebates at the Nile maxwell supercenter Nile Maxwell Supercenter was 620-183 in Austin or online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. A bunch of fishing got finished up this past weekend. The Toyota FLW Toyota Series Championship was completed this weekend on Lake Cumberland. I believe that's what it was, Lake Cumberland. And uh, that finishes the season, 235000 handed out to... Uh, the winner of that event this past weekend. So, pretty good payout. Uh, nice check. Yeah. Chris Malone won that. Oh, man. Um, so, uh, anyway, it was uh, it was good to see that uh, come to a conclusion on that end. Bassmaster Opens finished their season as well with the last Eastern Open uh, that took place on Lay Lake and finished out the Bassmaster Opened uh, Eastern Division Series, which solidified the Bassmaster Open Classic Berths Elite Invites for 2021. So uh, the new names or the names that have made it from qualifying through the Bassmaster Elite Series, whether it be a win or a uh, qualification, uh, the Bassmaster Elite Series next year is uh, inviting four, the top four from the Eastern Opens, which is Joshua Strangser, number two. So these are new guys that weren't on the Elite? These are new guys that were not on the Elites that qualified through the Bassmaster Opens to fish the Elite Series but some of them aren't new guys. The second one, Scott Martin, qualified through the Eastern Opens. Wow. Is that he had to fish the Eastern Opens to qualify to get yeah, in? He fished the all the Opens. And you'll, the only way theoretically to make the Bassmaster Elite Series this year was the top four from the Central Opens, the top four from the Eastern Opens, or the top four from the combined total they had a combined total of the open so if you fished all eight they had a another scoring system so uh there's 12 elite openings uh number three was john hamner and uh four kj queen uh central opens we heard about this we talked about this a little bit last week 
Uh, first place in the Central Opens, Jason Christie, a huge name in the outdoor industry, leaving Major League Fishing to go back to Bassmaster Elite Series. Having One of many. Uh, Greg Hackney placed second in the Central Opens. These are the guys that beat me. <laughs> Greg Hackney. Kenta Kumar, Kumara. Kumura. He uh, qualified as well. Daryl Gleason in fourth place. So, what you got going on over there? I'm putting out on our Facebook page that well, Clark's going to be on the show. Okay. All right. Uh, fourth, uh, for the overall earnings for the Bassmaster Opens, the first invite went to Brian New, Justin Atkins second, Matt Robertson third, and Mark Frazier in fourth, who will join his brother Micah. So Micah Frazier's been on the Elite Series for quite some time, and his brother Mark apparently qualified to fish the Elite Series next year. So that'll be cool, two brothers uh there's a lot fishing of brothers, fathers, and sons fishing professionally right now. There's seems like a, a a plethora of them. There's a few. There's a few that have made it down the down the line. So, uh, why would you Elite do Series, that to your son? <laughs> I know it's that's a hard life. It is. It's it is a hard life. But uh, anyway, there's there's your uh, elite guys that have been uh, invited to fish the Bassmaster Elite Series. Some new names, some old names, coming back to the Bassmaster Elite Series uh, for 2021, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how it shapes out as far as we've talked about it. There's other podcasts that are talking about it. There's other um, folks out in the industry that are talking about it. What do you do? And FLW particularly they had over 30 professionals fishing the tour, the FLW Tour, leave the FLW Tour to go fish the Bassmaster Opens trying to qualify for the Bassmaster Elite Series. It looks like one, two, maybe, made it. So you've got 28 other guys that left the tour to try and qualify to fish the Bassmaster Elite Series that didn't make it. Do you take a handful of those big names? Do you take them as the Bassmaster Elite Series and just say, well, they're professional level. They need to be fishing up here with us. We're going to go ahead and scoop them up. Well, how many guys do they – I guess it would depend on how many guys are fishing They've the They've had as many as elite. 125 guys fishing the Elite Series before. And right they, now they got eighty five or something. Oh, I'd scoop them up. I'd I'd put it. But uh, that didn't do anything. What about a guy like me? It fishes the Bassmaster Opens, trying to qualify for how many years? And I know, but why don't they just give more you put spots? A, why don't they just open up more spots just because he's got a name in? I know, but I some of that stuff is about generating revenue and keeping the brand alive. I understand that. And you know, and but some of it's a professional obvious, sport, obvious, and you're gonna, I know, you're gonna I know. follow you're, your own good rules. argument. Good argument. That's a good argument. But if you can bend your own rules, then then what are the what's the point of rules? If you're just gonna bend them, well, Dad, <laughs> you're a dad. You have to think that through. Uh, the the thing about one of the things that this says to me is the whole major league fishing thing and the whole all that mixing up and all that twirling around and everything BASS stay true to their model and they have again proven that that is what the angler wants well what's not going to hold true to their brand is if they just cherry pick a handful of guys well they're already doing the legacy thing that's fine that's that's a way that you allowed it to happen on the other side is you give away two legacy spots which means you get points for angler of the year finishes and 
wins. Well, is there a reason why they're only doing birds? doing eighty five instead of a hundred? Or they're working up to that. But when they got gutted, when Major oh, League Fishing okay. came in, they were like, "Well, crap, we got to just come up with something." So they just need to up. I think they need to up. They're already going to now. They're going to have twelve more guys. I know, but they need to up the opens. So qualification, quali- yeah. So like top five guys, yeah, in the six opens, get in eight, yeah, eight opens, and but you're right, it should feed, in my opinion, in my opinion, it should feed from the opens. You had your year to cherry pick, your year to right after you got gutted from major lake fishing, right? Now that's over. We all know you're still going to be around. You're still doing fine. People are wanting to come back to you. You're cream of the crop, top dog. So don't dilute your water. Don't dilute yourself by mending your own rules. Yeah, to get and, a how, and of how many? How many of those guys that just? I understood it. How many when of those guys just that just walked away from them, thinking this? There's you know something better on the other side. Yeah. Um, but you gotta, you gotta think, okay, these guys have been, they've been working their tail off for years to try and make a living, you know, try and keep this whole dream alive, paying a ton of money to fish these tournaments. Unlike any other professional sport, maybe they need to go to the boat dealership and start selling boats. Yeah. Well, the point is start guiding fishing trips. The point is that, you know, a lot of these guys worked really hard over all these years and, uh, and, but where, where do you, you know, if you're not doing the deal, if you're not getting people's attention, you gotta have, you gotta, it's like, you know, this regular sports team bringing in a hot shot, you know, they do it for because they're calculating their ROI, return on investment. That's right. But, I mean, how do you cherry pick out of 29 guys? But those guys, I'm saying those guys that made that change and did all that stuff, you know, there's a part of that, too, that's like, well, you made that decision. And and at the same time, when the, you know, when the Bassmasters got gutted and they were trying to figure out who's going to fish, where are we going to get them from, who, where, where's all this coming from, you know, and they were picking guys from here and there. And that was a perfect opportunity for some of these guys that are now trying to qualify for the Elite <coughs> Series, but they didn't want to make any jumps. They didn't want to make any tough moves, you know, or they didn't want to ruffle any feathers or jump out there and do that because they thought they were going to be fine where they were. Well, now they're affected and they're trying to qualify for the Elite Series. You know, maybe you should have tried to do that well, earlier. You took advantage want. of that opportunity earlier that you turned but down. But you know, I mean, you've had three different tournament trails where you're trying to pick. <clears throat> do I fish this one? Do I fish that one? How do I do this? What's the best way to do it? I mean, you've had to navigate that. It's a, t- it's a tough, it's a real deal to try and figure out. And you're talking real money. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I a lot of money. I know. I know. It's well, just hopefully you're into that new trail that you're fishing. National Professional Fishing League. Yeah. Hopefully that trail will create a model that other organizations will uh, will try to copy. News because the there's some of that stuff. Oh. is really oh. important yeah. archery Let's country is in. important too it, you don't stop slinging arrows just because it's rifle season november's here but that doesn't stop you from slinging arrows and the uh, staff and owners at archery country are not part-time shooters they're avid bow hunters and 3d shooters that hunt and compete uh if you're looking for something for your kids they have the genesis bows there that is the perfect christmas gift for a kid or go get a gift certificate for your bow hunter you they he can take that gift certificate gift certificate and find all the gears targets arrows and accessories they need 
On-site and available for professional installation every day. Archery Country. You can find them at 8121 Research Boulevard. AustinArcheryCountry.com for the website and all the times and details. AustinArcheryCountry.com. Coming up next, News of the Weird plus the top of the hour. We've got, uh, speaking of bass fishing, Bassmaster Elite Series 2020 Angler of the Year. We're going to have a chat with. This is not the News of the Weird I thought you were going to do after our conversation yesterday but we'll hear about that on the flip side it is the number one outdoor radio show in texas you're listening to it 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com Buy me a boat. It's T. Roy Broussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. <sighs> Man. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust, but that's why we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. You know, they've been family-owned and operated since 1978. They hire ASE-certified technicians to maintain and repair your vehicles. So when it comes to brake repairs, regular maintenance, transmission repairs, anything and everything, go see our friends, sunautoservice.com, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620, sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, police in California responded to a report of a suspected burglary in progress and, a revi- and arrived to find, to find the cause of the ruckus actually was created by about a dozen brawling raccoons. The Richmond Police Department <laughs> said two officers responded to the city corporation yard after an employee called authorities to report a banging on the administration office door that sounded like a burglar attempting to break in. Oh, gosh. Although mentally prepared to take action for any in-progress felony, the crime-fighting duo were surprised to find approximately one dozen raccoons in a physical altercation. When challenged, all but one fled westbound. Uh, It seems to me, from everything I'm hearing, that there's a overabundance of coons everywhere. Raccoons? Everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's what they sound like. They sound like this to me. Uh, no, but, I mean, there should be a uh, Cracker Barrel ought to have an overabundance of coonskin caps in the near future. <laughs> Uh, I was, I mean, but you just don't have trapping and skinning and furring and all that trade as prevalent, I believe, as it once was. I wonder what the market is for coonskin right now. I don't know, but I would be interested to find out. Yeah. We get Road Rash to look that up. <laughs> look that up. See what the market is on a raccoon skin right now. Because we may be missing the bucket on this. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've got eight or ten of them for sure right now. Shoot, I know. And that, and I might just be, you know, not you just taking one small, you just one small trapper. That's right. There's there plenty out there. So I'm seeing it says big ones go for ten dollars a skin. Uh, middle of the road, like average raccoon skins, go for five dollars, and then small or low quality skins go for one to three dollars. Okay, so one to three bucks. <laughs> Yeah, after we're done Local, with them. Yeah. <laughs> the way we skin them. The way we skin them. No, and you know, them. a lot of guys okay. just freeze them whole. You just no, you lure can't. them into the freezer and close the door. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be in all kinds of like shapes and like. 
It's getting cold in here. Well, it's cold over there. Frank, it's cold in here. And I swear, I wish someone would turn the heat on. An Ontario, Canada man lost his wallet 54 years ago, and he had it returned to him when another man found it in an old couch. You don't think he looked in that old couch? Darcy Major, 86, of Port Dover, said his wallet went missing in 1966, and he never found out what happened to it until Christopher Camacho got in touch with his children. Camacho found the wallet in an old couch and got Major's name from the documents inside, which included driver's license, old check, and a dog license. Dog license? Uh, what? Just him and his dog Is that living, sleeping on the couch. Wallet falls out. <laughs> what are you going to do? Camacho wrote wife. that he had fi- fished the wallet out of an old couch and was trying to find its owners. Commenters on the post helped Camacho get in touch with Major's children who informed their father that his wallet was found. I like the names that these guys are. Camacho and M- M- Major. Yeah, whoever that guy is, he named his kids right. Yeah. Hey, Major! No, nah, I think that's just the name name of the families back then. Are you going to change your family name? Yeah, to like... I am. Com- Major, Major Comancho. <laughs> right. I'm just going to combine them both. Let's uh, change like... it to General. General so, uh, yeah. Major So anybody Comancho. says, General, get over here! <laughs> So in the R, you do really good in the army. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, but I mean, when How you lose your wallet, I mean, did he not look in between you? the? It was. How many years ago was that? And let's see, he's eighty six now, so he had to be fifty four years ago. So he's in it. Well, he was in his thirties. So thirty two. Yeah. So there's there's a bunch it's of questions right there. One the is most intelligent time frame of your life. <laughs> if I had to put a time parameter on it. <laughs> so he didn't check the couch. Definitely before sixty and after and then, twenty. You know, after him and all his buddies moved out of that old shack, that old single wide <laughs> out there. Somebody, how is a couch even still around fifty four years later <laughs> that a guy and his dog lived on? That's the real question. Yeah, and then that, what was the they guy? Just don't make stuff like they used to. That's the that's the deal. And and how did you not look in the couch? Like when you're moving it, did you not like pull the cushions back when you move the couch, or when you're getting rid of it, or whatever? Or I just mean like in general, the guy that has the couch now. <laughs> well, he finally did look, I guess. Or maybe he just got it at Goodwill. Maybe he's taking it out to the Deer Leagues. Uh, it don't anyway, matter. whatever reason, I think it's cool that he took the time and made the effort. I saw two different couches, speaking of, on the side of the highway yesterday. I saw one yesterday, too. I saw two different ones, and I almost stopped to look at one See, of them because I was like, man, it's like upright and looks like it's in good shape it's a little wet and but how would i explain this to the wife? <laughs> yeah brand new house but yeah uh, got the couch the, off it'll the dry side. honey it'll dry <clears throat> that scratch that's from uh this is straight that's brand weird. new it was a scratch and dent sale that's from made that scratch Italy. no that scratch is from that's a Mark from Pierre Gauchot, the couch maker. <laughs> yes, that's his signature. He scratches the all the leather off the arm and two cushions. <laughs> the most the most frequent thing is a two cushion couch on a three cushion platform. <laughs> and you must break one leg off. To make it a little wobbly. <laughs> uh, I, so I bet I could pull it off. <laughs> no, you're not going to pull off. You're not dragging anything that's that been... was on Highway 77 <laughs> headed... There ain't nothing that's used going in that house. I'll tell you that there right is, now. There is, man. No, I, there we ain't. Went through, we went through and... I you mean, found stuff, stuff that you bit that's been in the barn for the last six months that you can still use. Yes, we're gonna we're I gonna use it all. It. We went through and made a list. We hadn't found it yet in the barn. <laughs> yeah, you ain't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm telling you, you gotta you I got, got a, mouse traps in there. You I got, got a, 
coon coon family living up no, in that. I hope not. There's all a my coon mounts, fa- all my mounts and everything's in there. It better not be. Well, got clothes. I got clothes. All it's just that a garage. Stuff, dude. It's, it's just a garage. <clears throat> yeah, but it's out there on the farm where little creatures are looking for warm places to snuggle and you took away all their warm places and i did not they got trees and all that stuff mice don't just climb up in the tree and snuggle there's not as many mice around dig a hole in the side of your box where your shirts are (laughs) (laughs) and they shred a few shirts and they make a little nest and they have babies and they not after they eat they, the little green cubes that have been placed <laughs> strategically throughout. They go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Well, they for, go to sleep, but then they leave behind that perfume scent. <laughs> we had one of those in the garage oh, this last two weeks. A dead mouse. Yeah, and you could smell it from one of the guest closet. If you open the guest closet, oh. you could smell it. But if I just told Mrs. Graney, well, just don't open the guest closet door. <laughs> <laughs> but it was outside in the garage, and I found the little, you know, flattened, old, dried-up, dead mouse. And uh, I don't know. It must have ate some poison or something I didn't know I had out. You know, I got stuff laying around. <laughs> and uh, probably walked across a razor blade I had laying on the ground. My grand, my child is there right now, my two-year-old. Oh, she's practicing with her new twenty-two I gave her. <laughs> she, uh, anyway, but, hey, it goes away. What does? Two, three weeks, smell oh, of a smell? dead rat, dead mouse, goes away. Yeah. So, two or three weeks, that's all you got to wait. It's magical. It's over. I'll y'all went you. to, did y'all go to Shore Raw without me? Well, you weren't around. Uh, you haven't been around. I have been around. Well, my phone just. We'll have to go again as we do regularly. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They got the finest oyster bar in central texas they're fish flown in fresh every week they handpick what fish they're going to serve that week and pass it on to you their desserts all handmade you cannot uh, amazing handmade desserts their summer cheesecake and house-made ice creams are over the top of the chain they have wonderful house-made breads uh owners jim Wahlberg and uh, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore. They have live music. Um, they have uh, music on the patio, music inside, um, happy hours. Go see our buddies over there. They're located Highway 71 West at Cover Bridge, just west of the Y. They're in Oak Hill. The Shore, Raw Bar and Grill. Go to Shore ATX for the details and the specials, shoreatx.com. Sure, Raw Barn Grill. Go get your song. Game Warden Field Notes coming up next. And uh, after that, a whole nother hour of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here, 24-7, 365. You catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. The Happy Haunted Day sales event's going on now, and it's the perfect time to save money on every new Honda from your Central Texas Honda dealers. Online at centraltexashondadealers.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Our lowest prices of the year here with Nile Maxwell's year-end savings at Nile Maxwell GMC. We're offering the biggest savings off the of the year. Plus, you get 20% off MSRP on select new GMCs in stock with truckloads of 2021 models Coming in every day, you don't want to miss your chance to save. Get to Nile Maxwell's year-end savings for the best prices of the season right now at Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock, or check them out online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade. All right, now it's time for your game warden field notes. 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Two Angelina County game wardens responded to a call about a lost hunter in Angelina National Forest. Upon arrival at the scene, the wardens found out the man had been missing for several hours and was diabetic. Temperatures were dropping because of an approaching cold front, so the wardens called UAV operators from Texas Parks and Wildlife's Wildlife Division and a Tyler County game warden and a TPWD canine handler for assistance as part of a joint operation with U.S. Forest Service Rangers, Jasper County EMS, and a Texas Department of Public Safety helicopter and fire department volunteers. Woo! Man, they, they brought them out. After searching for several hours, the warden received a GPS coordinate of the missing man, and they were able to locate him in the woods. He was in prehypothermic state Ooh. when he was found and was treated by EMS. So, uh, That's I wonder Texas, if bro. he sent that. I know you. You can't don't fool think around. You, you can on South Texas. I've I've been. It can I've be been discombobulated on in South Texas. They did a naked and afraid on a South Texas ranch. So yeah. it was hot and it was cold. And they were naked. That's the last <laughs> hey, thing I want to be a naked. You want to talk about a ugh. Help me find a tick song coming into play at the, the wrong time and place to <laughs> be naked. Yeah. Naked. Uh, That's terrible. Two Polk County game wardens were on night patrol when their deer decoy, Co- Corby. They named their deer Corby. Decoy. I like it. Corby caught someone's eye, trucked past the decoy, slowed to a stop, and then quickly reversed, and the headlights were po- positioned on the decoy. <laughs> After a brief pause, the sound of a small caliber rifle shot was heard from the vehicle. The wardens approached the subject, and they were ap- and they were apprehended with in, without incident. A 22 caliber rifle was found in the back seat of the truck with a spent casing shell in the ejection port of the rifle. The suspect also admitted to being charged for spotlighting on a public roadway near the same area a few weeks prior to this incident by a different Polk County game warden. The subject was charged with hunting white-tailed deer at night, hunting white-tailed deer using artificial light, and multiple Class C citations and warnings. Cases pending. He had to get one for shooting a twenty-two, hunting with the twenty-two, right? Yeah, inadequate caliber. They they need to get that dude out of there. That dude is a problem. Is a poacher. He's a problem in the in the overall gene pool. Yes. They need to go ahead and lock him up for a while, take his car away, take his... They, I, I just can't stand... I mean, he didn't learn his lesson a couple of weeks ago. He's... I mean, how do you feel good about that? You shoot this deer off the side of the road illegally. How do you feel good about that? How do you show your buddies? How do you post that on Facebook? Well, they do it anyway. Yeah, they do, but... That's... that's drives me nuts. Yeah, they're just like, you know, that the apple fell pretty far away from Well, maybe... That one. Maybe it didn't. <laughs> maybe Daddy well, was just the same and... Was that East Texas? <laughs> Obviously, it was East Texas. Yeah. I, you know... So, but that doesn't just happen in Texas. A Vermont man, uh, cluster man, Vermont... Colchester man charged in poaching violations. Stephen Burton, 64, of Colchester. He looks like a poacher. Vermont has been charged with possession of illegal big game in connection with an early morning deer poaching case in Essex County. That did look, I mean, I, I know you're not supposed to like profile people, but if I were to like. He looks like somebody's grandpa. He is somebody's grandpa. Gramp, gramps. Nah, he ain't gramps. That's a poacher right there. The Vermont Warden <laughs> Service received an Operation Game Thief alert uh, 
He's got early in the mornings of Wednesday, December second. in his pocket for a report. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's got for a report of a gunshot fired before daylight in Essex. A responding state game warden narrowed the shot location to an overgrown field, and after searching, found an antlered deer deceased with a bullet hole in it. Wardens remained on the scene conducting surveillance for several hours until a black truck pulled up to the field, backed up to the deer shortly after eleven o'clock. <laughs> The operator of the truck retrieved the deer and dragged it back to his truck. Wardens apprehended the operator, Steve Burton, who was taken into custody without incident and is scheduled to appear in Chidden Superior Court at a later date. You can't get away with this stuff, man. Don't try Do to get away with it. you think those guys aren't paying attention? That's right. Ali, you know, they, they knew what was going on. They knew how it worked. And they just, you know, that game warden had a had a... A little ham sandwich in a Tupperware container and a bag of uh, baked chips and a Dr. Pepper. While he's scrolling Facebook in his truck. And he's sitting over there on the corner. Waiting. And he knows. Yeah. He knows that old Steve Burton or somebody's going to come rolling up in there to get that deer. Once Steve gets another fifth of that fireball, he'll come rolling in here. Well, he had to wait till 11 o'clock because yeah. liquor yeah. stores don't open till 11. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like poaching. I don't like any part of it. It makes me, it Well, how many guys, me. you know, back in the day, back in the day, you hear those guys, you know, who go dove hunting and they shoot their limit in the morning. They go put them up and they go shoot the limit in the afternoon. I just tell them I can't do that. No. I can't do that. Well, I mean, now if it was you in Mexico, you can't, or you've never. Well, it's had, I can't and won't. It's really a mixture no, of I'm, both. I'm saying, like, I mean, you got to have a lot of dove for you to be able to do that. <laughs> Shoot a limit. Well, what I'm in saying, that's what I'm saying. I can't and I won't, <laughs> but I won't before I can't. <laughs> Uh, hey, what do we got to do? We got to, oh, farmranchstore.com. Yes. Man, one of uh, Cody Ryan's favorite shopping sites online, and one of mine as well, uh, is farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years. And we're, we're learning that as we're working on these ranch properties. Oh, yeah. Uh, farmranchstore.com only carries the top gear from handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing feeders rodeo arenas they're proud to offer you top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today go to farmranchstore.com whether you got one acre or a million acres farmranchstore.com is the place to go that's where the landowner goes to get the job done all right well i I, I can only promise that we'll have a little bit more energy next hour and that we're going to bring it. Next hour, we're bringing it. We've got your Peter Report, Armed Citizens we Report. we got the button. number one angler yeah, in the world right now coming up on, on the next hour. And he's from here. He is. He's our local brother. Our, our good buddy Clark Winlet, Angler of the Year, Bassmaster Elite Series Angler of the Year 2020. Uh, we'll talk to you at the top of the hour. So stick around. You don't want to miss it. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're catching it right here or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.